Hey, hey, happy Monday. Before we get into this episode, I'm starting something a little different on the show. I want to start by highlighting a review left by one of our listeners. These light me up so much, I just wanted to share. Today's review is titled, Perfectionist and People Pleaser? Tanya will help you set boundaries. And it says, I am so thrilled to have found Tanya. I grew up finding worth in performance and achievement. And even as an adult, I've struggled finding worth as a daughter of the king. Her guidance on how to set boundaries as a recovering perfectionist and people pleaser is just what I need. I appreciate her vulnerability and transparency as she lives out the calling God has put on her life. Sincerely, Emily at Mom's Overcoming Overwhelm podcast. Emily, thank you so very much for leaving that review. It just blesses me so much. You guys, these are such a blessing to me. I would love it if you would do me the honor of leaving me a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. And maybe yours can be featured on the show too. Just go into the podcast app, scroll to the bottom of the list of most recent episodes until you come to a section that says ratings and reviews. There you can tap the five stars to rate and then scroll a little further to where it says write a review. Click on that little link, leave me a review, and click send. Truly, this is the only way I know if and what you are enjoying on the show. And it also makes it easier for other people to find the show. And one last thing, if you haven't yet subscribed, be sure to follow or subscribe to the Gracefield Leader podcast so that you never miss an episode. Okay, now on to the show. So this is going to sound kind of weird, but today's episode was inspired by a whistle. Yep, that's right, a whistle. You know, the kind your gym teacher or sports coach wore around their neck as they had you running killers up and down the court at practice. I'm sure you're thinking, what the heck does that have to do with a podcast about leadership? Well... Stay tuned and you'll find out. Welcome to the Gracefield Leader Podcast. Do you want a better work-life balance? Do you get stuck in patterns of perfectionism and people-pleasing? Have you always been an overachiever, but really never felt good enough no matter how much outward success you achieve? Hi, I'm Tanya, a wife, mom, leader, and Jesus lover. For most of my life, I tried to find worthiness through achievement, but no matter how hard I worked or how much I achieved, I never felt like I was enough. I was left burned out, empty, and exhausted. I had no time or energy for myself or my family. I needed balance. I needed peace. I finally started to live like an unconditionally loved daughter of the King, saved by grace. This faith-led podcast will teach you self-care routines and practical leadership strategies to help navigate life and leadership. If you're ready to stop people-pleasing and start living and leading God's way, this podcast is for you. Unbutton your blazer, sister friends. It's time to get after it. I was thinking about a leadership academy that I'm going to be co-facilitating And one of the icebreaker activities requires me to bring an object that represents my leadership or my idea of effective leadership. I had a few thoughts, but I hadn't really settled on anything. 
Well, this morning, I was going through our multi-purpose drawer, a.k.a. our junk drawer, and I saw a whistle on a lanyard. I knew immediately that would be the object I chose to bring to our first session of Leadership Academy, and this is why. When I saw that whistle, I thought of a sports coach. I then started to think about how much a great coach on the sports field has in common with an effective leader in the workplace. The goal and the role of the coach should be much the same as that of a team leader in the workplace. A coach's job is to take a group of diverse people with different strengths and different challenges and create a cohesive team that works together to win games. Likewise, a leader's job is to take a group of diverse people with different strengths and different challenges and create a team that works together to produce an outcome, a service, or a product. So I was looking at a document that was put out by the International Olympic Committee that speaks to the qualities of a great sports coach. The International Olympic Committee seems like a pretty reputable source for what makes for a great coach. And some of the initial descriptors that they use to describe a great sports coach are being positive, enthusiastic, supportive, trusting, focused, goal-oriented, knowledgeable, observant, respectful, patient, and a clear communicator. Well, gosh, that lines up pretty well with how I would describe a great leader as well. They go on to point out 10 key traits of a great sports coach. So let's go through them one by one and see how well they connect to the idea of great leadership. The 10 qualities of a great sports coach, according to the International Olympic Committee. A great coach, first, understands the sport and leads by example. Not only does a coach need to have an in-depth knowledge of the fundamental skills, but they need to have an ability to plan tactical strategy, they need to know how to progressively train the team, and they also need to create an environment in which the athletes will succeed. Knowing the skills and the game aren't enough. You can be a great athlete and still not make a great coach. Well, great leaders are the same. They need to understand the work of their team, they need to have a structured approach, to planning, training, and advancing their teams. And they need to create an environment where team members can succeed. The second quality of a great coach is to be a sponge for knowledge, a profound thinker, and a visionary. While a great coach knows a good deal about a sport, they must continue to learn and develop new training techniques. Well, the same is true of great leaders. Leaders are learners. They should always be looking at learning new techniques, new skills, new processes to improve their leadership skills. If you ever think you have learned everything you need to know about being a leader, you are not a great leader. The learning is never done. I'm constantly learning how to be a better leader. With the ever-changing work culture, it's important to remain relevant and open to learning new things. Trait number three, a great coach shares knowledge 
and educates others. Coaches are learners and they're sharers of knowledge that will help their team members understand how to perform at their highest potential. They seek to understand other points of view and to gain knowledge that will improve their own performance. The more an athlete understands the why behind what they are being asked to do, the more likely they are to commit to the training. Well, the same is true of employees. A great leader shares knowledge that will help team members function at their best, and they share the why behind what they are doing and around decisions that are made for the team. A great leader has the courage to share knowledge and to be willing to learn from others. Trait number four. A great coach is highly energized and is a motivator. A successful coach is able to motivate team members and create enthusiasm. They have fun with their team members. They inspire their athletes to believe in themselves, which is key to them having a desire to excel and be successful. A great coach focuses on performance versus outcome, teaching team members to focus on what they can control, their own attitude, their own effort, and the training that they put in. While a great leader seeks to inspire team members to want to do their best, by helping them see the value they bring to the team, by encouraging them, and by helping them to build on their strengths, very much like a coach. The fifth trait of a great coach. A great coach knows the athlete and values and respects that relationship. Being aware of differences among individuals is an important aspect of good coaching and good leading. Different people respond in very different ways. So it's very important to understand the individuals on your team and modify your approach accordingly if you want to be successful in helping people feel seen, heard, and valued. It's also very important to know who they are off the court or outside the workplace, the things that truly motivate them. For most of us, that's our families. As a leader... Seek to know and connect with your people on an individual level. Number six, a great coach is an effective communicator and teacher. The effective coach is a coach who communicates well and exudes credibility, competence, respect, and authority. A coach should be able to explain their ideas clearly. Clear communication will make or break a coach or a leader. I've witnessed how a lack of clear and consistent communication can completely dismantle a team. It creates mistrust and frustration. And once that runaway train gets loose, it is really difficult to turn it around. It requires a lot of humility, vulnerability, commitment, and consistency to restore trust. Number seven, a great coach is a good listener. Part of communicating effectively is listening. A coach should be a compassionate ear and welcome the athlete's comments, questions, and input. 
An effective coach will actively seek out information from athletes and encourage them to present ideas and thoughts. A good coach will be flexible and will use player feedback to modify the training plan if necessary. Boy, that really resonates and might be one of the hardest things to do and to learn as a leader. Learning to be an active listener, to welcome feedback, to seek input, and then be willing to use that feedback to modify your plans really requires intention and humility. It also often requires grace and patience. Number eight, a great coach is disciplined, strong in character, and integrity. Athletes, especially professional athletes, need to adhere to a pretty reasonable set of rules, both on and off the field. And if they're ignored, the coach is responsible for discipline. Trust between the athlete and the coach is of the utmost importance at all times and is essential for successful coaching. Trust comes from the quality of the actions from both the coach and the player. The effective coach clearly states a code of conduct up front and they themselves adhere to it. And when athletes violate the code of conduct, discipline should follow. Evidence supports that for discipline to actually effectively change behavior, it must be mild, prompt, and consistent. A great coach is committed to individual integrity, values, and personal growth. Well, a great leader is one who commits to a high level of integrity, core values, and personal growth. Number nine, a great coach leads by example with a very high attitude toward hard work. An effective coach leads by example. A good coach adheres to the same rules they expect of the athletes. A coach who wants respect should also show respect. A coach who expects athletes to remain positive needs to display a positive attitude. A coach who wants athletes to listen should also listen to the athletes. Well, there's really no no more to say here, folks. If you replace coach with leader and you replace athletes with employees, Pretty much every example given is true for a good leader. They lead by example. If they want respect, they need to show respect. In order for employees to remain positive, a leader needs to display a positive attitude. If a leader wants employees to listen, they need to listen. And finally, trait number 10. A great coach displays commitment and clear passion for the sport. The best coaches are in the profession because they love it. Besides being strongly committed to the sports and to success, the best coaches display a clear commitment to looking out for the best interest of the individual athletes. Coaching in many ways is a 24-7, 365-day-a-year job. Top coaches live, eat, and sleep, the art of coaching. While being a leader is not for the faint of heart, it too feels like a 24-7, 
365-day-a-year job. To truly be able to withstand the pressures of leadership, you have to draw from the intrinsic rewards and the feelings of being called to lead people. The best leaders show a clear commitment to their team. One final point to this coach-leader analogy is to look at how the successes are celebrated in sports. While the hat is tipped to the coach, of course, the outward celebration of a win is focused almost exclusively on the team. A great coach will highlight the performance of their team over themselves. I would say the same is true about a great leader. A great leader does not seek individual recognition for the success of their team. They seek to celebrate and highlight the performance of their team. So just a quick recap of the 10 qualities of a great leader adapted from the 10 qualities of a great sports coach. A great leader understands the work and leads by example. A great leader is a continuous learner, thinker, and visionary. A great leader shares knowledge and educates others. A great leader is energized and is a motivator. A great leader knows their team members, values, and respects that relationship. A great leader is an effective communicator and teacher. A great leader is a good listener. A great leader is strong in character and integrity. A great leader has a high attitude toward hard work. And finally, a great leader displays commitment and passion for the team and the work. As a leader, I feel like I'm on a continuous pursuit of growth. I've learned so much through trial and error, and I still have so much to learn about how to be a great leader. The more I grow in my faith walk and have my leadership be a product of that, the more I believe that great leadership is a calling, and it is about serving with humility and with grace. And that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. (laughs) Until next time, my friends, may you be grateful and grace-filled. I pray this episode blessed you, spoke to you, or encouraged you in some way. If so, please share it with a friend and head on over to Apple Podcasts to leave me a written review. That's the only way for me to know if you are enjoying the show. Nothing blesses me more than to hear from you. Also, come on over to our free Facebook community. This is a great place for us to support one another on our faith and leadership journey. You can find the link to the group in the show notes. Or go to gracefieldleader.com forward slash community. Now to him who can do immeasurably more than we can ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us. Ephesians 3 verse 20. Until next time, my friends, God bless.